Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the second season of the Fashion Forward Friends. I am your host, Thomas, and I am here with my absolutely beautiful co-host, Kelly. Hello, guys. And we are here tonight to talk about all things inauguration fashion. Uh, Yes. Yes. Whoever said that fashion isn't political is wrong. It matters. And I think we can we can get into it as we talk about their looks, but I think the ladies co- coordinated. I oh, I, I feel like they had to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the inauguration events, um, you know, both the day before as well as the... Uh, day of and just kind of give our you know always very opinionated opinions on what everybody wore and what we're excited about seeing even more of in the future yes and we did also do some instagram polls on the looks to collect um public opinion because which i think for the most part we are in line with what the polls say but we'll get to those too Yes. So we're going to start with the looks that were worn on the day before the inauguration, Um, starting with Dr. Jill Biden, our new First Lady of the United States, who attended uh, a send-off in uh, Delaware, as well as the COVID memorial service, wearing a custom Jonathan Cohen coat and dress with wing and weft gloves, Jimmy Choo shoes, and a Tyler Ellis clutch. And her mask was Osco Jonathan Cohen. All purple. All purple. My favorite color. So, Kelly, let's start with your thoughts. I... I was delighted. Absolutely delighted. I was, I think, yeah, I was still at work and you sent me some shots of her and I was swooning and then just like racing to get home to watch the memorial service and everything because I wanted to like examine everything about it. I loved the velvet waist and the bow. That was really lovely. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I thought she looked stunning I agree it was definitely you know I after the uh, acceptance of winning when she wore the Oscar de la Renta dress mm-hmm. uh, I had some expectations for Dr. Biden uh, for what she was going to bring during the inauguration and you know when she kicked it off in this Jonathan Cohen look great And I love the fact that she picked a young, emerging brand. Exactly. Yes. It wasn't Ralph Lauren. It wasn't Ralph Lauren. It wasn't Calvin Klein. It wasn't Michael Kors. Like it was, it was a young brand and Mm -hmm. I, I love that. So it was definitely, it was one of my favorite. And I love that she matched her, her mask to her dress in her clutch I didn't love the tone of the gloves, but I also don't 
hate it either. I kind of liked the variation of the gloves. I think, I think it works because it's all purple, but then they kind of pop in a different way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's all working together. It does all work together. It just looked beautiful against the sunset over the Lincoln Memorial in DC and everything. It just was beautiful. Yes. Now, on high, the flip praise. Side, high praise for Jill. <laughs> very high praise for Jill. Now, we also had Madam Vice President Kamala Harris there. And Kamala was wearing custom Pierre Moss, uh-huh. um, camel coat, black uh, dress, and then black Manolo Blahnik boots. Those were some awesome boots. The boots were my favorite part of this outfit. I mean, wow. I loved the boots. I really loved the camel coat as well. I did love the camel coat. I loved the little like asymmetric wave mm-hmm. on the very back of it that had like a little bit of metallic piping on it. I love the black. It was very appropriate. Um, is it a groundbreaking look? No. No. Here's one thing that does surprise me a little bit about her camel coat. And I was like zooming in on photos and everything. It definitely didn't have a a belt at the the waist Mm -mm. or anything. And I don't think it even had buttons. I don't think so either. Which is interesting. Like it is a coat meant to be worn open. Right. Uh, And I'm I'm okay with that. Like I love an open coat uh, look. So I'm here for it. And do you think that pin she wore is the same pin she wore to the inauguration the david german i don't know actually no when i zoom in on it i think they're different i'm not sure who made that pin but she did wear a different pin yeah yeah it was chic you know you you can't describe this look as anything other than chic you know, and I know that I know we don't even discuss we didn't even discuss what Joe wore this night, but I'm going to say Doug looked great. I really liked Doug's ensemble. Joe looked nice too. Yeah, Mr. President looked nice. Yeah. Um, so, also on the eve of the inauguration, we saw some of the inaugural performers out. Yes, we did. We saw, um, oh gosh, Lady Gaga. She wore Givenchy to the Capitol. Thomas Uh, and I were texting. I was thinking like, gosh, is it Brandon Maxwell? Is it Christopher John Rogers? Or is it Valentino? Because she works with them. I was surprised that it was was, Givenchy. I was too. Um, But... I loved the black wool cape in the lookbook. It was probably my favorite piece from the pre-fall collection. Absolutely. Probably my favorite piece that Matthew Williams has done to date. Absolutely. Uh, And then, you know, I just, you know, Lady Gaga posted this photo of her in the rotunda, kind of like head bowed, hands hands folded, like she was in prayer. And I'm just like, may the force be with you. I know. It was very Princess Leia. We have to talk about the hair. I hate this hair. I'm sorry. 
And I know we're kind of jumping ahead talking about it, but I hated it even more at the inauguration ceremony with the ribbons yes. threaded through it. it. Those ribbons threaded through it the night before. Like, she must have just slept in it. Oh, okay. I didn't notice it in her Instagram photo. Yeah, no, it's there. So she must have just slept in the hair. Hey, and she, didn't, she didn't want to wash her hair for the inauguration. I can't blame her. <laughs> yeah, so it was braided. You know, she had those Heidi braids. You do you, girl. Yeah. I mean, the photo that she shared from the Capitol, though, it to me was just like our angel has arrived and descended upon D.C. And we're going to have a beautiful ceremonial couple days. It made me happy that she visited the Capitol. Uh, And then on the same night, we saw J-Lo in... Chanel uh, black and white houndstooth from the fall winter 2019 collection which was Carl's last collection yes and interesting I thought that was interesting because we saw houndstooth very heavily in Virginia's latest collection and I thought it was interesting I was like is she making a statement did she really want to choose Carl's last heyday i don't know what did you think of the look on her though the i didn't it was okay like it was just one of those like i could see these being pieces that were in j-lo's closet like she was it wasn't a a planned look in my mind i know it was like i know her stylists put it together but it seemed very like authentically JLo, but you know, I also have to say that Cardi B also wore the original runway outfit, mm-hmm. and she, she made my best dress of the year that year because she, she looked amazing. Wore it better, and I'm, I, you know, I love JLo, although I don't like her new makeup so much, but um, I really, I didn't like the houndstooth. Outfit. Yeah, I just it thought was... she is such a glamazon, and somehow I can't really put my finger on why, but she was lost in it. Mm-hmm. It was it was too oversized for her. Yeah, uh, and she can do oversized when it's done correctly, like when it feel, feels intentional. Right. This didn't feel intentional. It just felt like it was too big for her. Yeah. It. It surprised me. I'm I'm kind of glad that. She, I mean, I'm very glad actually that she didn't wear it to the inauguration. That would have been bad. I'll have thoughts on the inauguration outfit later. I do as well. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much everybody from. She the- didn't wear the hat though. I kind of wish she rocked the hat that Cara I wish wore she on rocked the hat. hat. Like, but then, but then it really would have been. Too much, I guess. It would have been Cardi, because Cardi did the hat. Yeah. So it would, have, it would have been too much. Aren't you surprised, though, in a way that she didn't wear something custom? Very. I was I was stunned. And I was actually also even stunned that she didn't wear an American designer. I, I was kind of a little confused. Yes. And pretty much everybody... Wore American designers, except for JLo. Well, and Gaga. Well, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. 
because there is a connection. All uh, right. So but there's one more person I want to talk about from the night before. Okay. And that is Kamala's stepdaughter, Ella Emhoff. Mm. Tom Brown. Fashionista. Like the unexpected fashion star of the inauguration is oh, Ella Emhoff. I know. Let's start a let's start a stand account for her. I love her. Uh, like showed up in full runway Tom Brown and like it was just Tom Brown is cool like it's not Washington but it's what I want Washington to look I mean, like it's a, and it's a fashion move and, very much and she did it and she did the damn thing she rocked it oh I was so and you know I love Tom Brown I was so excited that he was involved with the ceremonies around this inauguration yes. and oh my gosh it was a bold look and she's she nailed it she really rocked it she really did nail it uh you know I hadn't I didn't actually see that look until the next day but as soon as I saw it I was like Yes. 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 Very, very excited about her and seeing more of her. Yes, me too. Does she have an Instagram? I want to follow her. Uh, I think she does. Yeah. Uh, she was also styled by uh, Jill and Jordan, who dress uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Rachel Brosnahan and. Uh, Kiernan Shipka. So, like, she was dressed by by some power stylists. You know, and it's great in a way because another thing I was going to say about this look is it shows her personality. And one thing that I I understand why they all have to wear masks, but I miss that you couldn't, like, kind of read what people were saying to each other at the inauguration. But she, during the inauguration itself, she is very expressive with her eye motions. Mm-hmm. Like, she... Let us know her personality without just based off of what she wore and the way she carried herself. Like she is fun. She she's fun. I would like to to hang out with Ella Emhoff. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Okay, shall we move on to inauguration day? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The long, long anticipated day. Oh, it was. I didn't sleep the night before. It was like a kid on Christmas and uh, it was great. I kept telling Thomas that I was listening to two songs on a loop, the final countdown. And I'm so excited by the pointer sister. Yes. (laughs) I'm so so excited. Uh, Well, let's talk about one of the most exciting moments of the day. And that is probably the first look that we got of the day and that was the moment that the human mannequin that was the former first lady of the united states walked out of the white house Mm -hmm. melania trump for her grand exit as she did most of the time that she was first ladies decided to say fuck you to uh american designers once again uh, mm-hmm. opted for a Chanel 
pre-fall 2000 and 20 20 mm-hmm. 20 cropped jacket with a Dolce & Gabbana dress a $70,000 black crocodile Hermes Birkin bag and Christian Louboutin Pigalles. A lady of the people. Uh, yeah. Melania Antoinette. Yeah. Um, you know, I am all here for a label. I do not begrudge somebody having very nice things. But if you're going to show off your very nice things and you're going to be first lady, then you need to do it in American designers. Mind you, American designers didn't want to dress her. Right. So she had to buy everything off the rack, and even her Chanel's and her Dolce's and all that, they were all bought off the rack. But she could have worn an American designer. Um, Yeah. She did change when they landed in Florida, and I don't even... I don't even know who carried it. My mom sent me the photo of what she was wearing. It was like this caftan print it's dress. A, it's, it's I a, don't know who made that. But... It's Gucci. Oh, it's Gucci? Oh. Yeah, it's a Gucci caftan. So Melania went from first lady and while on the plane, turned into the, the Palm Beach housewife and basically got off the plane and said, uh, no, I no do this no more. I just want to go to the pool and be my best self. Yeah. Hashtag be best. Cheers. Uh, yeah. The way that she carried herself out of the White House and I was watching this uh, live, I thought she's done. She's and done. She what she carried herself that way, what she wore, I think signified that she I think so too. is done. I don't know if we're ever going to hear anything from her again. I don't know. We'll see. Post-divorce. Maybe. I mean, I'm hoping that she doesn't get a book deal. I mean, she's not going to write a book, certainly. I don't well, I mean, it would be ghostwritten for her, but... Potentially, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she wants much to do with us anymore, and that's okay. Right. That's okay. And we're okay with that. Bye! I did like her shades, though. I do have to say. I mean, I, I I can't say I didn't like this look. Like, if she was the first lady of France, I would have been great with it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not for the first lady of the United States. She's That's it. And I, I feel confident that I can say that's the last time we will ever discuss Melania Trump on this podcast again. First and last time. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let us get into Jill Biden at on inauguration day. Yes. And her beautiful periwinkle ensemble head to toe. Uh, Cerulean. Oh. As stated by Alexandra O'Neill, who designs for Markarian, it's her label, which is the designer that she did, another mm-hmm. young emerging fashion brand. Uh, it's a cerulean sparkly tweed coat and dress. Miranda Priestley is pursing her lips at me right now. Yes, yes, she is. That blue represents countless jobs. It does. It was pulled from a pile of stuff. <laughs> 
Um, all right, I'm going to flat out and say I don't like this. I think it looks frumpy. I feel like this is something that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II would wear. Um, and after all of the really fashion looks that Jill has given us, I was disappointed. I was concerned at first because first they went to the prayer service and I wasn't on board with it. But as the day evolved and she she wore it to the inauguration itself, but then when she, they were doing the, the walk after the inauguration and you could see how it carried itself in motion, I liked it much better. Now, unconfirmed, and we'll never actually know the truth truth behind it, um, but I felt like Jill looked boxier than normal, and I've heard that that's because she was wearing a bulletproof vest underneath the dress, mm-hmm. um, which I could understand, especially with everything that's going on. Um, yeah, I, I really sadly feel she was. Uh, but I almost... Same with Kamala, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I love the sketch of this dress, but I feel like it felt more nipped at the waist and it flared more. I also hate the velvet on the collar and the cuffs. I felt like that's what made this look feel dated and dowdy. Really? I love the velvet detailing. Yeah, no. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. Dr. Jill, I'm in your corner. Dr. Jill, I am all here for you, but I don't think your stylist did you any favors with this looks. And, you know, I'm available. Call me. What did you think of her jewelry, though? I did like that as well. It was good. Uh, I believe the actual necklace was actually a neckline detail. On the on the yeah, it, the dress has a, a pearl and crystal neckline, so it was a like an actual necklace, and I like that. I always like yeah, a, a sparkle detail. I really detail. liked it. Um. <sighs> ah, gosh, it's so sad. I don't want to labor on it too much, but it's it's sad that they had to wear, I think, bulletproof vests. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to Madam Vice President taking her oath, her historic outfit, and her historic moment. In custom Christopher John Rogers. (laughs) When I heard that she was wearing custom Christopher John Rogers, I flipped out. I know. You texted me and I was like squealing. I was like full-on giddy oh my gosh oh i love it so much it was it it was it was i knew she was gonna wear cjr i knew it immediately like you did you predicted it i called it um i felt like it was either gonna be christopher john rogers or it was gonna be altsutsara and I yeah. was leaning towards Christopher John Rogers. Well, and at some point, we, well, obviously we didn't get a ball, but we talked about potentially Naeem Khan doing a gown for her, which would have been fantastic. But 
We understand there was no ball this year, but gosh, her Christopher John Rogers was phenomenal. Uh, it was it was it was phenomenal. Um, you know, coat dress. First of all, shocked that she wore a dress. To be completely honest, I mean, Kamala is the queen of pants, and I really thought she was going to wear a great suit. I um, I'm so, I just it's flawless. I have no complaints. I love her. I love everything about her outfit. I loved her whole beaming, just lit from within glow she had. It was such a wonderful historic day for women and such a proud moment for her and as well as women everywhere. And of course she chose purple um, because that was the color that Shirley Chisholm, who was the first African-American woman to run for president of the United States, the color that she used for her campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she, she, had a nod to to Shirley, who she says whose shoulders she stands on. Um, she wore her uh, favorite pearl uh, earrings. Um, mm-hmm. Added a new piece of jewelry to her uh, arsenal with uh, Wilfredo Rosado, um, which is a pearl necklace with South Sea pearls, uh, eighteen karat gold, and some small diamonds built into it. Custom made for her. And then finished it with a David Yerman uh, flag pin. Um, and it was just, it was chic. I was here for it. I love it. It's a look I'll always remember, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad that we all got to witness, you know, history after this election cycle. It was just... It was beautiful and such a proud moment for Christopher John Rogers. And I'm so excited to see where his career continues to go. He's so talented. So talented. And he loves color and I love color too. Yes. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about some of the people who were in attendance at the ceremony. Okay, so I'm going to go straight to Michelle Obama. (laughs) I knew you would! (laughs) Because I am definitely convinced that Michelle and Kamala coordinated their looks. And maybe even their hair. Uh, They. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Obama showed up in a burgundy custom Sergio Hudson full-on look which had a duster coat that hit the floor with high-waisted wide leg trousers with a wide belt and a big buckle and a matching sweater and it was forever a look and then she wore Stuart Weitzman boots yes so correct me if I'm wrong on the runway was this a dress uh yes I do believe it was a dress on the runway okay yeah that's what I thought because I thought okay she wants to wear power pants. Good for her. Yeah. It's, she, she, it's January. She, it's DC. It's cold. I'm wearing pants. Yeah. Uh, and she, Michelle has worn Sergio Hudson a couple times, you know, another young um, emerging black talent. Uh, so 110% here for this moment. And she just, she rocked it. Interestingly enough, Tracy Ellis Ross wore the dress from this look (sighs) that this look was inspired by uh totally here for it absolutely adore it sorry like barack just looks like 
you know, an usher next to this glamazon that is Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michelle Obama brought the 70s glam and she was like, I am serving a look. You know, four years ago, I basically wore this exact same color, but my whole demeanor was, I don't give a damn. But I'm going to stand there and I'm going to watch the first black woman take the oath of office. And I am going to do so in high freaking yeah. style. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. It made me so happy. It made me, it made me very, very happy. Okay. Who's next? I'm going to flip to Hillary. I have, I have a very quick statement on Hillary, and I really have nothing else to say. Purple was cool. Loved the scarf. Ditched the grandma walking in the woods coat. She doesn't give any fucks anymore, and she never will. This is the Hillary that we're going to get. Yeah. Not that Hillary was ever a fashion girl anyway. She was never going to be. She never was, but I really did enjoy what she wore to the 2016 inauguration. Her white. every I, I just. I get it. And she was having fun. You could tell she was, you know, in good spirits and all, but. Wasn't my favorite look of the day, that's for sure. Nah, not even close. Um, you know, we had a, you know, the the Biden family, the Harris Emhoff family, they serve some looks. Yeah, uh, let's jump to our, our new favorite girl, Ella Emhoff, in Mew Mew. In a Mew Mew coat and a <gasps> custom... Uh, where where is it? I just had it. Uh, I'm gonna say this wrong, and I really apologize. I've just never heard anybody actually say it out loud, and I believe it's a Batsheva dress. It's cute. Uh, I, I mean, at the moment, I didn't. This it was the Mew Mew coat that got me. The I was like watching people come in. I had no idea who it was. I just saw. Orange plaid, uh, you know, an orangey brown plaid and orange crystals. And I was like, sold. I know. I was like, ooh, crystals. She's got. Who, who is this? Who is this girl? She's playing on her shoulders. Um, so, so she had fun with it. This is one of the few non American designers for the, the coat, the Mew Mew coat. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I was here for it. Uh, I, 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 and she's my new girl crush. And for me to say I have a girl crush, it means I actually have a crush. <laughs> I, I love, I love her style. Yeah, I want to be was, her friend. I was here for it. Uh, you know, and then the Bidens, you know, his granddaughter's wearing brands like Adam Lippies and Brandon Maxwell, um, as well as uh, Lafayette, um, 148 New York. Yes. Like, like they were all, all of these girls were in great looks. Um, Kamala's sister, Mina, wearing Ula Johnson and Coach with Paris, Texas crystal Saint Laurent knockoff boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was, these ladies served the fashions. 
um, especially when I wasn't expecting a lot of these these looks. Um, but you know, just like we we asked if Dr. Jill Biden was secretly a fashion girl, apparently. The Biden Harris Emmerich Graham is secretly fashion girls. I'm so glad because if you think about it, we haven't seen much fashion from the White House and at all. Since they Michelle, didn't, they didn't they didn't have any state dinners, so there wasn't really much opportunity. Melania very rarely wanted to be seen. Ivanka, yeah. yeah. Um, I can think of I can think of three Melania looks. I think of the Ralph Lauren, the inaugural that she wore for the mm-hmm. inaugural, the white Michael Kors suit with the big hat that she wore for the one state visit that they did have with the the president of France, mm-hmm. and then the really really ugly custom Chanel couture that she wore for that state dinner. And that's those are the of out of four years. I remember three looks, and they were all in the first year. Yeah. Uh, this is this this makes me excited for future events. Very much so. Like it's- I can't wait to see what Mina and Ella and you know Ashley Biden what they all yes. wear to state dinners if they are lucky enough to attend. Yes, I mean because the last few years, anytime like the Royals have an event or something, and I love seeing what they wear, but I'm like. Ah. I wish we had that here. We don't have any like administration nice fashion looks, but we're gonna get some. They we are, it. yeah. Um, all right, and then let's go through some of the looks from the uh, the actual ceremony, um, starting with you know the big first look, which was Lady Gaga in custom Scaparelli to sing the national anthem. Okay. So I was surprised by this. We put this on our Instagram polls and the majority of of people really went for it, which kind of surprised me because honestly, the entire look really surprised me. Maybe not in the best way. And I love Scaparelli. Oh, and I oh love no. Gaga. I love this. You I did do? not expect her to go for a big gown, to be completely honest. Um, in my 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 wish list for this this event, I actually did I more think, of a suit look for her. I think the reason I don't for- like it, I don't I don't see America when I look at it. To me, she looks like a Spanish princess or something. And I like her pin. I love the sentiment of her pin. The piece of beautiful, yeah. but it just, I saw people say that she, I mean, you can't, you can't deny it. It just reminds you of the Hunger Games and the Mockingjay. I mean, it's just, I was, mm. Uh, mm. and I, I loved really it. thought she was going to wear an American designer. I thought she was going to wear Brandon Maxwell or Christopher John Rogers, hands down. I was surprised. So, so or even Valentino. I was it was it was a curveball to me. Scaparelli is a brand that that Gaga has worked with in the past. Um, definitely in turn touch with her 
uh, avant-garde side. Look was definitely avant-garde. Learned on Inauguration Day when I was thinking about, well, why did she pick French haute couture for the inauguration? Daniel Roseberry, their creative director, mm-hmm. born and raised in Texas. That's 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 like still a bit of a reach. I know? mean, it's no more of a reach than Claire White Keller designing the wedding gown for Meghan Markle under the Givenchy label. Right. Well, I mean, I just, I would have liked to have seen her, at least for one of her looks, wear an American designer. The Givenchy the night before, I really loved. So I expected for the day of, okay, for the day of, she's going to wear an American designer and she didn't. And you know that I love my couture, but it definitely surprised me. That's for sure. And I mean, she was a glamazon. She's always a glamazon. We can always count on Gaga for that. So I'm kind of ready guys, to get right to J Lo though. Okay, and I think <laughs> I think it's funny. I think we're gonna flip the script. Uh, I'll let you introduce J Lo. Okay, so J Lo wore head to toe white, and it was Chanel again. And it was a very layered look with a very ruffled blouse that, to me, you want to talk about dating things. I I didn't like the blouse. But... In sequin pants. Yeah. I just... I loved her jewels. I'm going to say that. I always love fine jewelry from Chanel. I loved her jewels. Okay, maybe we aren't going to disagree as much as I thought we were going to be. I thought this was a waste of a look. Wasted opportunity. Completely Um, wasted opportunity. J-Lo, come on. uh, I felt like the whole J-Lo appearance was a wasted opportunity. I thought I wanted her to sing in Spanish and English and kind of weave. Let's be honest. We did not like her hair on the New Year's Eve Rock and Eve thing. But she put more effort into her ensembles for performing in Times Square to a crowd of no one than than she did to the entire world at this inauguration because obviously the entire world was watching this. I don't I she kind of phoned it in. I was surprised. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I'll forget about this look, mm-hmm. and I just think it's funny because I really did. I had put a suit type of a look for Gaga on my wish list, and a sparkly evening gown for J Lo, and they basically swapped personalities. I'm staring at it again. I. Uh... I, I'm disappointed. Let's carry, go right into our third musical performance of the inauguration, which was, <laughs> I'll be honest, it wasn't my, it, he, he himself, like he's not who I would have picked to sing Amazing Grace, but I'm glad we had some good old country represented. Mr. Garth Brooks charged on down in his jeans 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 <laughs> <laughs> did he think this was 
was a rehearsal? I mean, what? Garth wears jeans to everything. No matter how formal the event, he'll wear jeans and a tuxedo jacket. Like, it's Garth. I know. So Thomas and I were disputing about this. So I put it on our Instagram polls. And I thought, I'm going to go down. People are going to side with Thomas. But in the end, I mean, people did vote for the jeans too. But in the end, the majority said that the jeans are just not appropriate for the occasion. I didn't think they were appropriate. I just, you're not going to change (laughs) cards. Do Uh, do we even have a tag ID on this? Do you know, Thomas, who made his jeans? I mean, probably Wrangler, uh, but I have no idea. Levi? I mean, (laughs) Gap? I don't know. (laughs) I I didn't put that much uh, thought into into looking up uh, uh, his jeans. Who is his stylist? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's his wife. Yeah. And she just says, Uh Uh-huh, honey, whatever you want. (laughs) I mean, he is Garth Brooks. Like, he really can get away with anything. Yeah, he can get away with it. Yeah. Now, I think we should talk about the other unexpected style star of the day. Of the day. (gasps) Yes. Amanda Gorman. Shining star. In... Prada and Nico's coolest earrings and rings that were gifted to her by Oprah. Yes, Oprah. Uh, it was. I, I'm sitting there. I hadn't looked into. I, I had seen the yellow coat on the platform, but I hadn't really looked into it. And when she stood up there, and I was like, that headband looks familiar. And then it turned to the side and I saw the Prada triangle and I'm like, okay, so I was right. It was a Prada headband, but I wonder, is she wearing all Prada? And then Uh Prada confirmed that she's wearing all Prada. And I'm like, I'm here for it. It was a bright yellow and red satin headband. And she upstaged everybody. Everybody. It was phenomenal. Uh, and it it only accentuated her words. Truly, uh, you know. And red and yellow is a very difficult color combination to make work. It can end up looking a little McDonald's uniform. I just thought of a way that Anna Wintour could get back into my good graces if she did a spread in Vogue with her. I would love that. Uh, I could see her. I I mean, I would love a cover because she's that gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I would would settle for a spread. And I could see Anna actually doing that. Anna, well, she's got, you know, some wrongs to correct. She's got to make up for that really bad Kamala cover. Yes. Really bad Kamala cover. Oh, my gosh. She just was the shining star of the entire event. And her words, I watched her speech, her poem, three times because it just mm-hmm. was exactly what everyone I feel needed to hear. And 
she was beaming and radiant. Oh, and to have Oprah give you some, gosh, she Three diamonds? Yeah, I know, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, quick programming note, President Joe Biden wore Ralph Lauren. Oh, he was there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of, course uh, he, of course he was there. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Um, it was not a not not a note, look of note, but you know he wore Ralph Lauren. So did uh, the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff. Mm-hmm. Um, both yeah. wore custom Ralph Lauren. Um, but I think we should touch ever so slightly on the 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 image that has launched a million memes, and that would be Bernie. <laughs> Sitting cross-armed in his little mittens. He's so Bernie all the time. He was, it, it's, he was so Bernie. He brought um, mail. He's <laughs> uh, accessorized with mail from his office. Uh, I guess he's like, you know, as long as I have to be at the Capitol, I might as well pick up the mail from the office. <laughs> uh, now, now, Bernie, for for all of his climate action, I do love the message behind his mittens. His mittens, very much so. They were made by a teacher from Essex, Essex Junction, Vermont, his home state, and they're made of repurposed wool sweaters and lined with fleece made from recycled plastic bottles. Yes. So very sustainable love that he was also very on brand for burton uh and he was wearing a jacket from burton which is also based there in vermont so he was on brand and on uh on uh everything else i'm I'm here for it um I I just I cannot get over the memes that are popping up. Like they, oh, they're so great. Keep them coming. Like I'm never going to get tired of. It. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I, I'm here for it. Okay, we have made it to inauguration night. Unfortunately, due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, all of the traditional inaugural balls were canceled. Um, And instead, there was a Celebrating America television special that Joe Biden and his family and several celebrities attended. um, And they still they still serve looks. Um, I'm just going to go down the list of designers who dressed the Biden children and grandchildren. Mark Carrion, who dressed Joe for the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Ralph Lauren, who Rodarte. And Valentino. My favorite Rodarte dress I think they've ever made. I love that dress. It was so cute. And she wore it with, t- with tennis shoes. It was, I, I usually know. don't like tennis shoes and, and dresses, but it, it was cute. I love that. Uh, uh, it, was, it was adorable. Um, so those were just kind of the, the kids. Um, now, before we talk about what Madam Vice President and the First Lady wore... Let's talk about Katy Perry. Okay, I'm going to totally eat my words because when Katy Perry was spoiling that she was going to be there by sharing that photo of her microphones online, I was like, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of Katy Perry. 
very... And I'm going to eat my words because she wore Tom Brown, which had me over the moon. And I have never, ever seen her give such a beautiful performance mm-hmm. ever. Vocally, she was like, I think having, having a baby just boosted her vocals or something. Like she was a powerhouse. The fireworks display, everything. It was a moment, and I was taping my TV, and then I just kept watching what I taped on my TV, and then I was watching it the next day. Phenomenal. I I was watching this live, um, and now I sobbed through basically the whole ceremony. Like I let out four years of frustration in tears. I was watching ugly crying watching uh, Katy Perry. <laughs> in a good I. Way. Had- I had maintained my composure and yeah, I I started crying again, feeling hope. While she sang while she to sang, fireworks. Yeah, while she sang fireworks to fireworks, the waterworks were just coming out oh, yeah. of my eyes. Now her dress, her custom Tom Brown, it was uh-huh. a cashmere cape coat and um, a satin column dress with some button details. The dress was actually inspired by yes. Jackie Kennedy's inaugural gown by Oleg Cassini. Yes. And I was totally here for it. Like, I felt when I saw the Katie's dress, like, I felt like it looked familiar. I felt like it had a reference, but I couldn't see it. And then I saw, completely unrelated, I saw Jackie Kennedy's mm-hmm. inauguration gown, inaugural ball gown, and I was like, Oh my God. And it clicked and it just made sense. And I was here for it. And of course I didn't love the pocket details on the, the waist. It felt like, you know, very useless, but I, I, I was, I'm here for this look. Honestly, it was one of the best appearances she's ever had. The makeup, you know, I love a red lip the sleeked back blonde hair she just looked it was really good magical she actually to me it was kind of what i was hoping for gaga and i just didn't totally get on board with gaga Katy perry drove it home for me i'm surprised i'm i i'm sitting here like oh can i get the real kelly on the on on, on the the microphone Uh, what has happened? The script has been flipped. Uh, okay. Down to our last two looks. Okay. And we're gonna who do you want who do you want to start with? I wanna start with Kamala. Okay. Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, joined the Celebrate America television special from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, wearing a custom look by Sergio Hudson, who, mm-hmm. if you remember, dressed Michelle Obama for the ceremony. It yeah. was a tuxedo coat over a black sequined cocktail dress. And honestly, I was here for it. It wasn't a statement moment, but it was on brand and chic. Yeah. I mean, after what she wore to the inauguration, I knew 
I didn't think I, that she would top it, but I thought it was very elegant and I thought she looked beautiful. I kind of, I mean, I guess I like the black just because it was nighttime. I just feel like a little something else. Yeah, it, it, did, on it camera. didn't pop. Yeah. Right. It, it was classic and beautiful, but I, I don't think. It's something you'll see her wear again. I sure. won't remember it. I remember the Christopher John Rogers in Will forever. Yes. Okay. And then let's talk about the final look, which is Doctor? Jill Biden, the first lady of the United States of America, wearing custom Gabriella Hurst. All right, Kelly, give your, your things, and I, then I'm going to tell you a little bit about the details behind this dress. Okay, so the full, she, did Gabriella do the, I'm I'm sure she did the coat. She did the, the coat dress, and the everything. dress. Okay. Everything is Gabriella All right. first. I preferred the coat to the dress. I kind of thought mm-hmm. the dress was a little fuddy-duddy. Um, but I really loved the detailing on the hem of the coat. Okay. And I, I like Gabriella Hurst, but I've never really thought of her as doing kind of evening wear dresses like that. So I don't know. Maybe that's why the dress didn't sing for me, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Okay, so Dr. Jill Biden's inauguration evening dress was embroidered with flowers from all 50 states plus the U.S. territories. So that's where all mm-hmm. of those flowers are. Um, mm-hmm. Now, specifically, they put the state flower of Delaware right over her heart. So just lovely symbolism there. Yeah, um, certainly. And then on the inside of the coat is... Uh, a little inscription um, because Dr. Biden's lifelong calling of service as an educator, they uh, on the lining of the quote hand embroidered um, is a quote from Benjamin Franklin, which says, tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. Aww. And I'm like, it, it, the more and more I learned about this outfit, the more and more I liked it, even though I right. really really hated the dress i loved the coat i hated the dress and then all of the materials were things that were available in the studio like they weren't custom ordered they weren't custom cut Mm -hmm. um it was all stuff that was kind of just laying around to make the look to make it a sustainable and uh ensemble and reduce the impact of making this ensemble the the impact on the environment so there were a lot of of things happening here a lot of statements and i think she was trying to make up for the fact that there have been no statements in some in the first lady's fashion for the past four years Mm -hmm. well i agree because Michelle was very careful to make, I mean, her looks were fantastic, but there also was a lot of meaning and sentiment behind them. And Mm -hmm. clearly we have not gotten that from 
Melania. Um, so I do think that's fa fantastic. And that does make me like the dress a little bit more. Oh. It's not my favorite. The coat, though, and the mask. I love the mask. Yeah. I was, I was, I was very much here for, for this whole thing. Uh, what's it, um, the, what, the what, what did Joe wear? What was Joe wearing? <laughs> Uh, probably the same worn suit that he was wearing <laughs> during the day, because uh, he did not yeah. put on a tuxedo for 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 the the final. Um, I mean, I was disappointed that we didn't get you know ball gowns. I get why they didn't. Um, it would have been very let the meat cake. Um, and oh, these completely. are all of the pieces that both. Jill and Kamala wore, I can definitely see them wearing again for sure, uh, which is something that they're going to be very much into in the future. I don't see, well, Michelle didn't rewear a lot of things. I can see these ones doing it, and I hope to see like Dr. Biden wear that Gabriella Hearst dress with, uh, you know jeans to go the the jack the coat to with jeans to go out and do s something um same with kamala and you know, the 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 christopher john rogers coat you know i can see her wearing let's the tuxedo let's, in the future let's carry over to the next morning the prayer oh yeah that we have morning? two we, we, it was the next morning there were two more yeah. looks that the reason i the reason I mention it is because I was so excited to see Kamala in Probble because you know I love Probble. And then was, finally, yeah. Brandon Maxwell made his custom appearance on Dr. Jill Biden. Yes. Uh, and they were cute. You know, they're, they're not boundary it. pushing books. They were both, the, you know, very similar shades of deep red. Um, and... Uh, well, I just like, you know, I love my American design designers. And I, I love really, that... really love that they kind of are similar. They're of the same color story, but yeah. not the same. Yeah. Uh, and I have to give two thumbs up to Dr. Biden and her custom mask game. Because her masks match every outfit. And they're from the I mean, designer of that outfit. Kam Kamala, you could step it up with the masks. Just saying. I mean You know, your 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 <laughs> your black disposable masks, they can they can become something super chic. But hey, I mean, at least we have an administration that believes in masks. Yes, everybody wears masks. Uh, if you are in the, the White House, you have to wear a mask now. Yes. Uh, so I'm 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 here for it. Uh, you know you know who we ha I haven't seen a photo of from inauguration night yet. Mm. That makes me a little disappointed. Is our girl Ella Emhoff? Yeah, I I I was curious if she was there because I went through a ton of pictures on Getty looking for her. Uh, they 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 didn't seem to get it. Uh, she doesn't have social media. Um, 
Well, she's going to have to change that. Uh, she's now a style star, so. Mm-hmm. You don't show up to the inauguration like that and not start an Instagram. Uh, so, somebody but, somebody needs to, to do that. And then I think that Ella and Mina Harris need to sit down and have a come to fashion Jesus moment with Kamala and make her start pushing her boundaries. You know, another a duo that I was also a little disappointed that we haven't seen. I, maybe they have made an appearance since Wednesday is the dogs, the first dogs. Where are they? Where are they? I, I would have been so excited if the dogs were there when Katy Perry wrapped up the day with firework, if the doggy, even if I just saw a little bit of a dog tail, on, I would have been so excited. <laughs> I'm so glad they were hiding back from in the, the fireworks. <laughs> Maybe uh, they're afraid. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a question and I mm-hmm. want you to give me your, your immediate answer. Of any country in the world... Who do you want to be the first date dinner? Mm. This is going to sound kind of bad, but I'm going to say Canada just because I like seeing Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. (laughs) And see, I'm thinking either France or Italy to see them embrace some of those designers. From a fashion standpoint, from a fashion standpoint, definitely France. Uh, I would even take the UK because I would love to see uh, Kamala or Jill in McQueen, like Michelle Obama did. I'm not really in a big rush to see Boris visit the White House. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we can let's let's do France because we can then both oogle Macron yes. and we can get good fashion. Yes, that's like, and it can make up for the fact that Macron came and did a state visit to Trump. I know he really tried. He made the effort. He did. He really did. Uh, now, who would you want them to? Who would you want to see Jill and Kamala wear for a French state dinner? I feel like Jill would wear Dior, but I don't want her to. Um, you know what? I, I'd i like to see where this new um, chapter of Givenchy history will go. So, a custom I, Givenchy. I would love to see Kamala in custom Givenchy. Yeah. That would be cool. I bet. I mean, I'm sure that they will extend the invitation. I'm sure if they haven't already. Because uh, I mean, once once we get past pandemic, I feel like we're going to see UK, Canada, um, France, Germany, like some of these these big allies, um, and then maybe uh, China or Japan. Yeah. I'd love to see all of them in the next four years. I hope so. 
because uh, I want steak dinners. We have I want a, lots of gowns. We have a lot of ground to make up for. We didn't even get a ball here. Come on. Uh, I am ready for, if, over the next four years, for White House Correspondence Dinners. Yeah. Um, I am here for Vera Wang gowns and Carolina Herrera gowns and Oscar de la Renta gowns and um, Jason Wu gowns and Prabhu yeah. gowns and Brandon Maxwell gowns. All of the above. I want All- gowns. <laughs> I want fashion. All of the above. Um, I want I want everybody to succeed in the administration and I want the ladies of the administration to serve looks while doing it. Yes, and they're such qualified, fantastic ladies who love America and it's such a positive chapter I'm hopeful for. And I just want to say I'm grateful to have a first lady of the United States who actually cares about what she has to do. Um, You know, Jill today went out and met with the the members of the National Guard who are in Washington, bringing them, uh, you know, little little goody things i'm not sure what was in the the package i just saw her carrying a basket full of things to hand out um so i i'm i'm here for these ideas uh and uh somebody who's going to actually give a damn about what the what the job means right just on top of having a job because she's on top of having a job because she's going to teach yes um so so and it'll be the first time that both first spouses are going to have careers on top of being uh the first the first and second spouses right um, are both they're both going to be teaching and they're both going to do the jobs and you know just listening to the first second gentleman of the united states talk about the responsibility that he is actually going to take all of on all of the traditional second lady responsibilities and do them and be pr- and is proud to do them and doesn't feel yeah. like he's being demeaned um and that's the yeah. type of masculinity i want to see in the world and i'll just say like, for the thing that really struck me about wednesday is i did not realize how important to me it was to see American tradition Mm -hmm. I mean I honestly I've watched a number of inaugurations I've never thought that those traditions meant as much to me as I now know they do because they were so at risk Mm -hmm. so it's great to have people that believe in those traditions and carrying those traditions forward and in a new, more progressive way, because we have a new female vice president. Yes! <laughs> uh, well, as we have 
droned on for the last hour and seven minutes about all of the things that happened over the course of pretty much 24 yeah. hours. I think we're a little um, excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, let you get back to your lives. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Um, as always, uh you know, you can find us on Twitter at FWD Friends, on Instagram at Fashion Forward Friends. Please let us know about your opinions. Um, if you are listening to us on uh, whatever platform you're on, please like um, and rate us. Leave yes. And while this is a very much patriotic American thing, um, hello, guys. Couture Week starts on Sunday. So. <laughs> We are going to be talking about that for sure. Oh yes, I'm j- yes, definitely gonna gonna be talking about what happens in Paris next week, um, which unfortunately Couture is virtual again. But okay, at least we're getting virtual. it. At least we're getting it, and it's a yes. packed, packed schedule. It sure is. Well, everybody, thank you again for listening, and uh, don't forget to stay opinionated and stay chic. Indeed. And we are going to leave you t- with some of the words from Amanda Gorman from the inauguration, uh, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Mr. President, Dr. Biden, Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff. Americans and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace, and the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just is. And yet, the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president, only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. 
Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promised glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it, because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a forest that would shatter our nation rather than share it, would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens. But one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the West. We will rise from the windswept Northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked South. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country, our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it.